Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Red Men TV. A very, we're at the tail end of the festive period. Um, everyone's come here with a big smile on their faces, largely because they've managed to escape the families for a few hours uh, to come in and talk the Reds. Um, it is Leicester versus Liverpool this time. It is in the Premier League, and off the back of them getting absolutely spanked by Man City, and on the back of us having our Boxing Day made just that little bit worse by not having any footy of meaning to watch on the television. Um, we're going to chat through what Liverpool are going to do in terms of the lineup or whatever in a bit. We've got an incredible prize draw to come for you guys a little bit later on as well the final one of our club legend draws uh, we've got a signed Kenny Dalglish shirt and a signed Jordan Henderson print to give away uh, but um, yeah it's Ampon Page and Dan Club and Steve Hall join me for this one and Steve are Leicester rubbish? I don't know if Leicester are the good crap team or the crap good team yes they're one of those two I'm not the, like they're either the best of the crap or they're the worst of the good teams that on that border. Yeah, I actually think they're the best of the crap teams. That's really, mm. good. That's a really yeah. good description. Th- yeah, because th- I think, think we can all place West Ham as like the best of the crap or the good. Of, no, actually, I think they're the worst of the good teams. I think West Ham are better than oh, Leicester. Wow. Okay. I think West Ham are better than Leicester. So they're in that bracket for me. It's whether they where where Leicester are. Like I, I, I watched them the other day, and well, I say obviously against those, and then like obviously in the City game, it they are very. Inconsistent is putting it mild. Like they've got so much attacking quality at times, both whether injuries or whatever. D- defensively, they are just a shambles. I actually think it's more the injuries. I think when they've got their full, you know, selection of defenders all fit and available, they're not bad. But they, at the minute, they are just like they're leaking goals. From they are very reminiscent of Brendan Rodgers' Liverpool. Yeah. Um, but well, it's were- hard. To, it's hard to judge them as a result of that, isn't it, Dan? Because. I, I think Brendan was has kind of hit a bit of a wall, generally speaking, with them. But then, when you want it, when you need to dig deep and get yourself out of that, having a ton of defensive injuries and all that's certainly not going to help that any. No, it doesn't. And inconsistency probably the right way of putting it. Obviously, they were massively inconsistent. You know, between two halves against us the other night, we seen that mm. first hand, but that just showed you where they're at. Really, injuries are a massive part of it. I think they've been good in recent seasons. There's no getting around that. Yep. Um, but right now, they are depleted, and it just shows because you know it was second string what we had against them the other night, and even when we upped that a little bit, we were far too good for them. Yep. So hopefully, that'll be the case again in the league. But. Rogers, I, I agree with you. I think Rogers has taken Leicester as far as he could. And when he was linked with jobs recently, I thought it's probably time for him to move on. And if you look what's happened this season with them, it was definitely time for him to move on. Well, I agree. And I think there's a little, and I wonder whether that's a, a little thing that's playing into it without knowing too much about behind the scenes of Leicester and how that's going. But it does feel a little like 
that was his moment to get out with his reputation intact and he'll probably mm. turn things around and he'll have a decent end to the season but that that competitiveness I think between third and seventh is going to be brutal this season and I'm not sure psychologically whether he's got the ability to drag them out of that because I just don't know how you, get, how you, how you miss out on four twice in two seasons I know they won the FA Cup so they got that mm. lift but how you how you convince them to go deep again and whether he's got that like I don't know that power as a manager to be able yeah. to, to drag them on. Well, you'd have to say he hasn't because, like you touched upon there, you know they were in for for a, a ridiculous amount of days over the past couple of seasons, and they haven't managed to get that job done. So you can't imagine he'd you know suddenly emerge from the battle that looks like it's going to take place now for that yeah. foot with Arsenal, Spurs, United, West Ham. We touched upon even though they've fell off a cliff a little bit. Mm-hmm. I can't see Brendan Rodgers getting it over the line with Leicester this season one little bit. Their form does not suggest they're going to do that. I suppose the flip side is like what. What's good for Leicester? Like fourth is overachieving, I think for Leicester. I think yeah. if you say to Brendan Rodgers, you have to come fourth to be a success at Leicester. I think that's harsh. Like I think that I think fourth, I think you're an unqualified success if you get fourth. Yeah, but you're right yeah. in terms of like what your minimum expectation well, is. Winning, or more. Fifth, fifth, and winning an FA Cup in the last couple of seasons. That's more than enough. Obviously, I, I think maybe we're all skewed by the Ranieri title. Well, that, that's the thing. But... Not only did it ruin football, <laughs> um, and the, and it ruined football for ev- for fans of every team that hasn't won a major trophy yeah. or won the league or whatever, because it was like, oh, look, it's possible. And when really, it's not. It's just... Once in a moon. Yeah, 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 exactly. But that's the problem is, when things aren't going right, you do have that back of like, well... Ranieri was able to win the league with with dot dot dot. He, that becomes a bit of a millstone round round his neck at the same time. Yeah, I agree. But like I say, as it stands, the tenth in the league. But the again, like everyone, there's the games and under league table at the moment. It's impossible to know what it is, mm. just because the, the games and under just everywhere. Like they've got two on a couple of teams above them, and even you know, to, to, my United only played sixteen games, obviously at, at time recording and stuff. So it is all a bit of a mess. But like, if Leicester finish somewhere between fifth and eighth, like. That's what I'd expect Leicester to finish. The issue they've got at the moment is they've just they are depleted, and I think we I think we can't sit here and moan how bad our defence was last season when we had no centre backs, mm-hmm. and then moan at Leicester for saying the same because they've got no centre halves. Oh, I'm not moaning at Leicester. No, I'm so not quite enjoying it. To not be moaning. At, sorry, <laughs> yeah. you know, like take the piss off. Yeah. The flip side is he bore Vestergaard, yeah. and he's crap. Yeah. And and like Leicester, they could beat nine 0 by Leicester. And then mm-hmm. he went and bought the centre half of them and Ryan Burton off them as well, by the way. Yeah. So imagine going to a team and beating them 9 0 and going, No, well, I want a fuse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most of your defenders. Yeah, please, half yeah. of your defenders. Yeah. But it's very Brendan Rogers logic, I think, that he goes, We're a bit weak from set pieces. By a big lad. I'm going to get a huge. big lad. Yeah, and it, yeah. was a bit like, it was a bit like buying Benteke, wasn't it, on the other end for us? It's a bit like, Well, we need a bit more of a plan B up front, mm. so I'll go and get the big lad. I mean, just looking at their team that they put it against City, because there was a notion that I think that they kind of threw that game. They got a Nacho front, Madison in behind, did Luckman, Dewsbury Hall obviously played against those, Tielemans, mm. Perez across the midfield. It was Thomas, Vestergaard, and Marty all Brighton. Now that's very, very makeshift. But in, to, to Steve's point, it's injuries. You know, it's you know, Vardy was on the bench, but he took a knock against us. Chowdhury comes on. They got Ndidi on the bench, but again, he started centre half in, in midweek against us and Castagna. But largely, that was the kind of point I'm driving at here is yeah, they are massively depleted in defence. I don't see that the, how much stronger they can really go. Indeed, he'll play only. That's, I think yeah, so. That's the difference. Yeah. yeah. But if they're only playing him at centre half, we saw this with Fabinho last year. Good. He is good, yeah. He's better than having Amartya centre half, but he's not. A, he's not a 
He's no, I suppose like they've lost. So they're without Evans, they're without Sienchu, they're without Fafana, who got that mm. horrendous one in, in pre-season, which yeah. was a, which was a killer for them. So like they are down to their fourth choice, and then they're playing a, a DM, and then they didn't even have him available. So it's the next DM. You can see why they're in goals. And I thought indeed he was good against the centre half actually, and I thought it was Samari, wasn't he? They played in the field, yeah, and he was all right as well. So that, that I imagine those two come back into it. Mm. I don't think he again. I don't think they, lo- they launched the game against Man City. Like I think he's. Chosen which of the two games, three games in a week, and the one I'm least likely to win, City. So if I'm going to give him his rest, I might just do it anyway. Because yeah. I could run him into the ground, the centre half against City, and we could still lose. But he fancies his chances of getting through Liverpool in the cup away from home against the depleted Liverpool, and, and he was what 20 seconds from getting it. And then a yeah. home game on the Tuesday, you're more likely to win. So I think he has prioritised a little bit. And also, it's a, you know, in, in Brendan Rodgers' defence, I think he's 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 planned this around Liverpool playing Leeds on Boxing Day, yeah. where you're both getting there and he's thinking I'll just be slightly fresher than Liverpool and as it turns out we've not had the game so and we've managed to get all probably all of our lads back from the Covid isolation potentially as well in that time so how do you feel about we just want to talk about Brendan Rodgers actually before we move on Dan what do you think about what do you think about him um, it's a good question. Uh, I think he's a very good manager. I do think he's just a bracket below sort of the elite when yeah. you look at Klopp, Pep, Tuchel, knocking around at the minute. I don't think he's near that. Um, and I think that's kind of where he always will be, to be honest with you. I don't. When he was linked with the United job, I was okay with it. Although he's got Liverpool connections, and obviously, you know, he took us close to that Premier League. Uh, he doesn't scare me as a manager necessarily, you know. He plays good football, he likes to get the ball down. That's what I liked about him when he was with us. But generally speaking, do I ever think he's going to sort of go that next level? No, I don't think so. I think he's a great coach. He's a really, really good coach, actually. But I think you know, anecdotes and your stories, I don't think he's an amazing people person. I've no. never felt that. Even when you've met him, like, there's something about him. I don't know if you ever felt this when you come across him a couple of times. He just he seemed like a bit of a strange fella. That's the, the vibe I got from him at times. Mm. And by all accounts, like he, he just... He contradicts himself a lot, and I think that doesn't do him no favors. I, I see. I no, the answer to your question. No, I always liked Brendan. I always yeah. thought he was a nice guy. Um, but he, but I also think he's a bit of a. He's the he's the anti Hodgson. Like Roy Hodgson is Roy Hodgson and never give a fuck. Mm. And he's like, I'm me. This is how I do me things. And you. Whereas I think Roy just is a bit of a. He understands. Like he understood Liverpool, but he wasn't. Liverpool, no. you know, so I think that's one of the things where he he knows how to play to the crowd, but I think he's a little too transparent yeah, in that. I was about to say that. Yeah, and, he, he feels like he's yeah. full of shit, doesn't he? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what. And you, 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 you felt like he was telling you what he was saying, what he thinks you want to hear, rather yeah. than what you need to hear. He does that even less than now. Like he goes, I never ever complain about referees, and then his next sentence was, but mm. I'm going to complain about the referees. Now he done that the other day. It was a bit like, yeah, I think he's a good manager, and I think like. But I agree. I don't ever see him as being like an, an, a truly elite manager. But like, like I say, it depends what your expectations are for Leicester. Because again, I, I think the title season has just clouded everything. Mm-hmm. But like, if you can take a mid-table team, finishing Europe twice, winning FA Cup with them, that's probably what David Moyes could do this year. And he's being wanked off by everyone. How good David? <laughs> how good David Moyes is? Yeah. Like he could come fifth and win an FA Cup this year and people will be lauding him mm. but like that's what Brendan Rodgers did last year you know yeah. what I mean so like he's good yeah. he isn't bad but I think that it, it, it's all about expectations I think and I think Brendan Rodgers has done the right thing and he's got a good there's, a, there's good PR around Rodgers yeah, whereas I think people hold him up to a higher esteem and look the fact that he's done he did, he did a better job at Liverpool 
or at least a more memorably good job at Liverpool than Moyes did at United. So they've had their big their big go. The way that Moyes plays football is is but I suppose look, people are people right. People are coming around to David Moyes regardless. But I I agree on, on the Roger thing. I think he's got a small window in the next year or two to go and get himself a another sort of transformative job one that takes him up he needs to go and get a Champions League team yeah. and he needs to go and play I in yeah, that I level so. yeah. obviously he speaks, he speaks fluent Spanish doesn't he so yeah. you wouldn't be surprised if he went to a Spanish team and does well like, I think that might suit him more, a bit better as well but like, I can't see now where's he going to go from Leicester Who's, where can he go up like he's never coming to Liverpool obviously again no United was an option, wasn't it, for a while? But yeah. I don't see that happening now. Arsenal would have been, but it yeah. sees how well Arteta been. there for a while, hasn't yeah. he? And there's the Newcastle situation, isn't it, further down the line? That's if, he, if, he, if, he, if it goes catastrophically wrong, I've got this feeling like this, how Brendan Rodgers, if he makes the wrong call for him is Newcastle, yeah. because he's got all the hallmarks of that, where he'll go. And his problem is, is hubris. And he wants too much control, and we saw that at Liverpool. Mm. And he's got that at Leicester, and I don't think that's necessarily a good idea because we were chatting before, Steve, about him. Like he's, he's not as good as he thinks he is. Definitely, yeah. But if he get he, he, at some point, he'll have to learn to get a couple of better people around him and 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 delegate and get well, you know, get world class people to take over the things that he's not good at. But I get a feeling Newcastle, he'd go in there and they'd be like, they'd be like laying out all the riches, and he'd be there with like a scepter. And a crown, and like you know, a picture some sort of on the wall. Oh, oh god, yeah, 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 yeah. some sort that, of yeah. envelopes everywhere. They'd be. And be like, oh no, I'm very, I'm very humble, man. But they just give me this throne. <laughs> yeah, no, but you didn't turn it down either, no, Brendan. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, um, one thing's interesting about him because we talked about in the build-up to the to the, the League Cup game that his record at, at Anfield as an opposing manager wasn't good. He'd only had his best results had been a draw for Swansea, but his record is a bit better at his home, yeah. as it were. The, the beat us, um, he beat us a Swansea manager at the Liberty Stadium back in 2012. We obviously um, smashed them 4-0 um, the, the other year, yeah. and um, they beat us 3-1 last season as well. That It's that 3-1 that I, I think we'd be most keen to avenge here, Dan, because... It was. It summed up where Liverpool were at. We were better than them, and then we had. Allison has that mad moment yeah. where he comes out, and we get a little bit unlucky with a like a VAR decision mm-hmm. and what have you. And I don't know. On, on any other day, with maybe one more fit player, I think we just we just beat them. Yeah, you're probably right. It was a chastening day, wasn't it? Um, I remember it vividly, and it wasn't nice to watch. Certainly, the last 20 minutes when it all unraveled in front of our eyes. Having been yeah. in the game, like yeah. you say, for long periods, but that was very vindictive of where we were at the time, wasn't it? That felt like it could happen at any moment in any game, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but you're right, that is definitely a game we'll be looking at. It is much that Rodgers will be looking at this game, wanting to get revenge for the other night. Because that didn't sit well with him the other yep. night what happened. You could tell in the postmaster, like you said, he's quite bitter about the referees and stuff. So he'll want to get revenge for that. But we should, you know, a different looking side. You know, Kabak played in that game. He was, I think it was his first game, Kabak. Fucking half, I've got visions of him chasing back on that ball over the That's top. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically me running back, like, Honestly. yeah. But um, yeah, that was his first game. And obviously that didn't go particularly well for him when he collides into Allison and Vardy or Barnes open goal, wasn't it? Yeah, but listen, we've got a, we're back to what we were. You know, when we went there the previous time and absolutely wiped the floor with them and Trent Alexander-Arnold was just ridiculous. So that's a better memory. But you are right, we'll want to put things right this week. Those two results almost... The opposite, the, well, those two seasons yeah. how good was that season compared to how much of a shit like you've got your best team who've, they, they turn up as Club World Cup champions That's on Boxing right. Day yeah, yeah, yeah. against the team who was first second in the league to second in the league where they would just absolutely wipe the floor with them yeah. the team last year went in with like, like, like fucking 
Sasquatch I sent her half running backwards in slow motion <laughs> the fucking we were, we were all over the place we got done by a, a VAR where the lad's like toenail yeah. and there was talk like did the, with the, did the guy put the line from Roberto Firmino's toe or his shadow do you remember all that kickoff as well yeah. it was just all that nonsense it was just a summary of two seasons so what you, you meant, I think what you referenced before like the fact that they're having to play this game is a joke that obviously, and as I said, this even if we had to play them box today as well, because two games in, in three days is nonsense and no team should have to do it. Leicester, they got the, whether you call it luck, I don't know, but obviously they were fresh going into the, the cup game. Yeah. And they, they, but it, that was a enforced break. That wasn't a like a mid-season break of sorts, was it? Lipua may have got the benefit of a little, someone else's problems with COVID this time, but like... To ask to go and play Man City and Liverpool over the space of three days, like that's just tough as any. That's just ridiculous, really, if you think about it. Yeah. But not our problem. Go and be ruthless mm. and just run the legs off them. That's what you've got to do. And and hopefully, like I say, we got with all our guys back full fit and training, pretty much all of them now. There's no reason not to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right, we're going to take a very short break. And when we return, we'll talk about how Liverpool go about that process. Uh, we have got a short break. We have got a trivia question. Uh, in the Premier League era, there have been four goalkeepers to play for both. I want you guys to name them. Hey everyone, Mage here. Just a little insert from me to say that if you enjoy this podcast and the other podcasts that we put out for free and you want more, then my word, you can have more on the RedmenTV.com. Go over there, sign up and get extra bonus shows from us each and every week, as well as a whole suite of video content, documentaries, features and interviews. But yes, you can also play those podcasts in your native podcasting app as well to have a seamless Redmen TV experience in your ears. The RedmenTV.com, sign up there today. But yes, we've been running competitions all through the festive period Steve by the way when I'm finished doing this remind me to give the trivia answer because um, I I'm notorious for not remembering to do the trivia answer okay I'm just gonna but I'm just I'm on, I'm on a roll feels like I'm not on a roll anymore because I, 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 I was about to say why don't you just give the trivia answer because <laughs> it feels like it feels like you've you've Junked the gun now. Okay, sad that will. The trivia question was <laughs> name the four goalkeepers to play for both in the Premier League era I got two you go on uh, I got Peggy Arfex and Danny Ward. I mean, I, I was amazed. But I'm pretty sure Dan got Danny, Peggy Arfex. I think he had it in his head, to be fair, but I was yeah. one that They were the two I had. I have got no idea. Yeah, that's what I was thinking in my yeah. head. <laughs> Definitely think, one of them. Think of a number, yeah, one yeah. seven. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool, that's what I thought. Yeah. 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 But I haven't got the other two. And my guess is mm-hmm. they are like Liverpool bench goalies who have just had the other game for Leicester, but I've got no idea who they are. Uh, okay, correct. Tony Warner. Tony Warner. Yeah, and the other one, not so much actually, although sort of, um, Chris Kirkland. Not so much what? Well, he played. Okay. Uh, he, was like, he was literally signed on the same day as a goalie. He was injured a lot. But I mean, yeah. when you say bench goalie, Tony Warner is a full-on, like, and Pecky Arfexad is a yeah. full-on, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a lad who you just buy because you need to fulfill a More medals than appearances, Peggy. <laughs> yeah, Peggy yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, just in terms of uh, an extension to that, Mike Cooper also did, but obviously didn't play for Liverpool in the Premier League year. Right, let's talk back again about the football. That was a lot of words and not really a great sentence, but never mind, I'm going to roll with it. Uh, Dan... Uh, yeah, we we kind of touched upon it before the Boxing Day cancellation. It was a ball. Like I was really looking forward to watching the Reds. I love that thing of being having all my family round watching yeah. the game. But it has done us a favour. I mean, obviously the, the isolation rules changing as well will have helped. Mm-hmm. We saw the photo of them all with the Santa hats on in yeah. training, so we know Virgil's likely to be back. There's a chance Tiago might back, even yeah. came back out yesterday. This. I think wasn't it? Yeah. Did, yeah, did yeah. you not see Tiago's picture with Mo Salah? Tiago had a flat cap on. Yeah, what yeah, a hat yeah, that yeah, is yeah, by Tiago! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He got rid of that all his, all, his mad little facial hair thing Mustache that they had going, going on. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it means he'll be back. Fabinho will be back. Curtis Jones will be able to resume training mm-hmm. again. Um, so. 
yeah, it's a shame because we'll, we won't know the knock-on impact of where that game gets moved to, but in terms of having to face Leicester again, we should be as close to full strength as we're likely to be, really. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, it's Andy Robertson is the main key yeah. omission, really. But generally speaking, yeah, we are pretty much full strength for this. So I was like you, I was gutted to see it called off because Boxing Day is my favourite day of the year, full stop. And when yeah. Liverpool are playing, obviously, it's 10 times better. So... Massive disappointment to see you get called off. Leeds games are always decent as well. Obviously, and we have fucking battered them. Obviously, we hammered them, yeah, <laughs> because they're in a bad place at the moment. I was going to say they're really struggling, and we wiped the floor with them at Ellen Road, and they were full strength. So God knows what we would have done to them yesterday. So, but you are right. Obviously, it's helped us massively because obviously Jota, I'm uh, sorry, Salah and Manny got a big rest midweek. Yeah, Van Dijk's nowhere near it, and then they all come back for this. Leicester must be thinking, oh no, what's happened here? Yeah, and and considering as well as we've mentioned there, if if Brendan even has preface this game over the City one then he's all, all he's done is, is hype this game up a little bit more for his players which look you mentioned they'll, they'll want to get a bit of revenge because they got their pants pulled down big time at Anfield mm. it was almost it was the best kind of embarrassing where you know we didn't go and wipe the floor with them except we we did really when you think about what we who we had on the pitch to do it but in, in saying this is the game we're trying to win more if it doesn't go their way it does start to heat the pressure on as the yeah. game goes. Like I say, the, it's luck of the draw. Sometimes you get like we got Tottenham off the back of them having a bit of a COVID yeah. break and stuff, and it, it's one of those. Is what it is. Um, the difference is this one. This break comes on the back. It wasn't us who had it. Whereas mm. we Tottenham were the ones who had the COVID break, and we played them. It's the opposite for us. It's we we were all fine. Everyone was back out of isolation. Everyone, it gave us just rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, they would have been absolutely delighted with. Like I say, we'll see when the Leeds game goes, and it might come back and bite us. Because I actually think we'd have battered them anyway. Yeah. And we might have even done it with a half a team, yeah. given where they were with the injuries before the COVID issues. Yeah. But it's worked out that listen, we're playing a team who's just two days before gone to the Etihad and had the run around and. The the mad thing about it was even at three four nil, I was thinking right, Roger might just shut this down and just save some legs. But then the fact that they got back into it and got those three goals, it, it, it probably bear more energy. And Brendan, again, in the Brendan losing Rogers cause. plays, manages games like I used to play, I play like Pro Evo or FIFA online, where if I'm getting battered by someone, what I'll do is I'll try and rainbow flick it over someone's head just to prove I'm good at the game. <laughs> you know, Just to have some sort of slim satisfaction in it. But really what you should be just doing is disconnecting and getting on with you, getting, yeah, getting, on, with the, getting yeah. on with the next one. Saving your legs. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, look, in terms of the players that we've got, it's something we need to be aware, aware of, as mentioned by you there, Andy Robertson is now going to miss the extreme. He's going he's gonna to miss Chelsea as a result. It means we need to be careful with Shimakas. Mm-hmm. And actually, Leicester are a good example of, of, of this thing where we saw them, the injuries sort of started to pile up to them, just playing us. Um, we've got, not only have we got Chelsea on the horizon, which mm-hmm. is the big, you know, that's our opportunity, I think, to shut the door on them, which we'll have one eye on, certainly. These are the last two games for Salamane and Keita, mm-hmm. which is a, its own thing. You've got there's just a lot of things that Liverpool just need to be wary of here. We want to make sure we're full strength for Chelsea. Mm. We want to make sure we're good enough to get the three points on the day, and we also want to make sure the squad is managed sufficiently because it's all well and good saying we've definitely got the depth to cope without those lads. But if you start to pick up a couple of injuries in the next couple of games, you're making life exponentially harder for yourself in January. Yeah, definitely. I think where is the right way of putting it, to be honest with you. I think we've got, given the Leeds game being called off, we've almost got a free pass to go full strength for the majority of this. If we get well ahead in one of the games, probably less than more likely, mm-hmm. there's definitely a case for bringing Simicass off and maybe going James Milner at left-back or maybe it be Owen Beck at left-back, whoever it may be, if we, if the game's done. Um, but as for the other three, Cater, um Salah and Mane, 
we've got a free pass to use them for 180 minutes this week, in yeah. my opinion. Because yeah. who's bothered how they get yeah. on for Guinea, Senegal? Yeah. You know, with respect to those countries, yeah, more yeah, generally. Yeah. But from a Liverpool point of view, there's absolutely nothing stopping us. That's big, why I think Cater starts. It's yeah. a big gap as well, by the way. Like that's just, you know, is it just Tuesday, Sunday? Tuesday, like, Sunday, like, which is normal, isn't that? It's a good gap. That's, it's, a, it's a bigger than usual gap. Like, yeah, you take yeah, that every yeah. single time. You go in the early game on the Tuesday. So, yeah, I think it's fine. Like You could easily go back to back on that. Mm-hmm. What come, and then, obviously, it's the cup game, isn't it? Uh, you've got Arsenal, and then you've got Shrewsbury. Mm-hmm. So, you could, you could, I mean, Shrewsbury's the one where you just doss everyone off yeah. for yeah. a start. So, uh, you could <laughs> Sorry, doss. Yeah. Yeah. Not to. Big emphasis. I mean, if you want to. I don't think you'll throw it that much. Line up, lads. Happy Christmas. No, no. So, I think, like I say, I think he's actually going to go strong against Arsenal as well. So I think he could go strong, bang, 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 three games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, listen, there's no point resting anyone for, t- for the game against Leicester. You pick, you look at your team, you pick the best available. I think we all know what our best team is, or there or thereabouts. Yeah. Shimakash comes in at left back. Over the nah, it's actually we've actually got some positive decisions to make. Uh-huh. So he's got to decide who starts up front because he's got both of them available. Mm-hmm. He's got to decide who starts in centre mid because we think they're all available. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he had Thiago on the bench, given he hasn't yeah, trained so. a lot. Yeah. But and like, it's a good opportunity for that, really, isn't it? Because I mean, and you've got a you've got a nice conversation to have. Because I don't think anyone would begrudge Oxley Chamberlain starting again in, in in this game, but for any reason, because I think he's been he's been brilliant, hasn't yeah. he? To be to be fair, but Naby Keita, let's just talk about him for a bit. I see that because he was exceptional when he came on against Leicester. Like he was, we we talked about it on our final word show that that was. Leipzig Naby, the one who just looks completely unplayable. If you can find a way to get that Naby on the pitch again, then that could be very, very exciting. Yeah, it could be. And he was, you know, he's out of this world. I thought he changed the game. The game had already started to turn. You forget he only played half an hour in yeah. that game. People seem to think he came on at half time mm. for some reason because he was that influential when he yeah. came on. And if we can get that case of playing regularly, I think, you know, we've got ourselves a serious player there. Unfortunately, how many times have I had this conversation? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's always been the problem. But he does show glimpses, and that was definitely a half an hour glimpse of how good he can be. I'm 100% picking him. If I'm picking the team. Really? Yeah, 100%. Because Henderson, Fabinho, Keita. Yeah, because yeah. I always think, yeah. like, with Naby Keita, you know you're going to lose him at some point, so, like, strike while the iron's hot. Mm-hmm. And I used to say this about Daniel Sturridge as well. Just play, you've got to look after him in times, but you know at some point he's not going to be there. Mm-hmm. You lose him now. My only slight issue with the Keita stuff is I still think he's better on the right side of a three. I think he's been quite good, and I think he, we've been teaching him to be more reserved on that left. He's clearly being groomed as like a... Thiago's being groomed to be best Thiago, mm-hmm. and everyone else is being taught to kind of do it the way that he does it. And like f- more free-roll Naby. Uh, I mean, the, the obvious issue with that was Spurs. I think he was a little too free, and he played a bit more... a bit a too, t- a too tennis, and I think it undermined a little bit what he did down the right-hand side. Mm-hmm. But when you looked at him picking the ball up on the halfway line against Leicester, on that right touch line, and then just driving inside... He took inside. the pace, didn't he? Yeah. took the pace in midweek, yeah. to be fair. To him, and it's whether he can do that from the other side of the pitch because I don't really I, I wouldn't be looking to move Jordan Henderson because I think we had that little glimpse of that earlier on in the season and he, he Hendo's got to be on the right on Hendo's the got yeah. to play right because uh, the, the Trent Henderson Salah link up is your, is your main asset yeah. this season so you keep that and like, listen I'm happy with Keita on the left because he, he links up well with Manny he links up well with Jota he's, he does a slide balls through as well him and Shimakas looked alright in the uh, mm-hmm. for parts of the day so that we might but, but the flip side is I wouldn't be adverse to it being Oxley Chamberlain I wouldn't be adverse to it being Thiago I wouldn't even be that bothered if it's Milner. Like the, the, all of them have proven themselves as, as, as over the next, which is what we want to be. Because 
having gone through what we went through in terms of injuries in midfield and, and COVID and stuff like that, yeah. the fact that we got through it and won pretty much all the games there or thereabouts, when you come out the other side of it and you've got more options and they're all rested, Liverpool are better for having, having, having had to play Oxley Chamberlain to form because now everyone's back and you've still got them in form. Yeah. So I think that's the, that's the benefit of when you get these odd injuries or breaks. Like if someone steps up, mm-hmm. and I think to say, like I think we'd all written Chamberlain off and we'd all written Kites off, and again they are very much Michael Myers. Just when you think they're gone, and they're dead, like they're, they're back again and they're not yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. I feel with those two. There's a nice potential where you want, you want to work yourself to a situation with that Chelsea game where you've made you've got Naby Keita and Oxley Chamberlain who are both fit and sharp and ready on the bench. Yeah. And if you need to change yeah. things and you need to go in that heavy in that game, then you've got two lads who are who are just it's like having a rolling start. You just you can chuck them into the game as opposed to where we've had previously Danny over the years where you're going, oh god, we need to change it. Let's look to the bench. Oh, well, he's mm. there, but he's not quite he's not quite up to speed. We're in danger. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com having a touch wood and still a long way away because we've got to get through Leicester a squad that's all come up at the same at the same time yeah it's a really nice problem to have isn't it I think the <laughs> thing to say is like when you look at Oxley Chamberlain and Navigator if they don't start one of these games you could probably say they were all done by yeah. especially Oxley Chamberlain because he's probably not going to start yeah. and he has been superb recently really dynamic you know even though the AC Milan game away I thought he was brilliant in that yeah. so I almost you're almost desperate for those cup games, Arsenal and Shrewsbury to come around to see them again because yeah. you think he deserves to start games of football the way he's yeah. playing, but he's not gonna. I've loved Oxley Chamberlain's turnaround because he's one of my favourite people. He's one of my favourite players in terms of everything. He's just he deserves success because I just think he's a, he's a brilliant fella mm-hmm. and he's a really good footballer and he falls down because I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of lads who have carried over this is you know the end the tail end of his Arsenal career and they don't I don't maybe don't want him to be successful. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's you know you take my point on that. But he's right now he's our twelfth he's our twelfth player again, which is what he was in the title winning season. Um we actually need more Oxley Chamberlains at this point and there's a good opportunity for Naby to be like that. But that's the, as we were saying there, stay really this is an ideal scenario. I think we've still got to get I don't think Tacky's quite a, quite there yet. Or be although look his goal and his assist yeah. in the week will definitely have definitely have helped him for that. Divock will be Divock and come in and do this. But these some, these lads are going to be very important in the next 
five or six weeks. Um, and yeah, we're, we're, we're in danger <laughs> of being in that ideal world. Yeah, scenario, I suppose. Really. And Jürgen's got to take that into account. Like he, he talks so much about rhythm and stuff. If you leave Kiton and Chamber on the bench and then you just throw them into a game where they start, that's harsh. And I always think that's sometimes we don't take that into effect or into consideration when we judge these lads when they haven't played for a month and you just throw them in and you're surprised that they were a bit rubbish. He, might, he needs to keep them ticking over. So I actually think, and that's where there's obviously. He'll make his changes. He'll make them. He'll make them in in the middle of the park. He'll he always more often than not changes a centre mid and one of his front three, yeah. and then his other sub can vary. Mm. So we like he'll keep Joss ticking over. He'll keep Firmino ticking over. He'll keep all the, all the midfielders we've got. We'll see both. We'll see all of them. But the gap is means that he can play what he thinks is his strongest team in Leicester and Chelsea. Yeah, and we'll we'll see bits of it. It's a big decision for me, Paul and Phil Batty. It was like who starts up front, like yes. against against Leicester for me. Looking at that with the issues they've got a centre half for me, it's it's Jota mm-hmm. because he's more likely to just take advantage of those like half a yard in the box predator. Mm-hmm. Like all his goals have been in the box. I saw Liverpool that clip out in the other day of his ten um, his ten league goals so far this season, or whatever it was, and every single one was in the penalty area. Yeah. Tap in, headers, yeah. all that kind of stuff. I think that's more this type of game that you'll want him for. I don't think you should need Bobby Firmino's industry and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I thought he actually it was all right against Leicester. Yeah, he yeah. got better as the game went Yeah, he, well. he grew into it, but I don't think... He, I could see. I could definitely see Firmino at Chelsea. Well, to, to the point we made earlier, Salah and Mane start because they haven't played for yeah. ages now and you've got two more games, so why why the hell not? You might as well use them and if the worst case happens, it's not your, it's not your worst case to deal with. But the... You probably just rotating Firmino and Jota for the next for the next week because to that point you do need to make sure that they're fine because they're both playing soon because exactly yeah, and exactly, there'll be a degree yeah. to which Jota as well you know you might look at it and go actually he he might benefit from another sixty minutes off here or forty five minutes off or whatever and Firmino actually might need yeah. with that one eye on Chelsea and then going into January that the decision might not be who's the perfect guy for this game it's how do we best manage the next yeah. two, three and four <laughs> games for them? I suppose the flip side is like, he's the second top scorer in the league and we're thinking about it's not mad, playing yeah. him. Mad, yes. yeah. For me, like I think you just play him because he's scoring loads of goals. Like, yeah. I know that, that might be yeah. really, really basic. But like, like, you earn the right to do whatever the fuck you want if you, yeah. go, if you go and win that, get, win that game in the first half. Um, of course, I, yeah, yeah. I think you've got to play him and keep him going. And like I say, Bobby will take over as he has and when he comes to. But like Jota is... He's literally second. Like, who else is benching the top songs? You can't ignore him now, Jota, for me. That's the thing. I've been, this debate has been obviously raging now for quite a few months since Jota's been outstanding for us. But for me, I've been team Firmino if there is such a thing, especially in the big games when it comes to Chelsea and whatever, because of his industry. But both games, I'm looking at it now saying, I don't think I can ignore Diogo Jota. Do you remember Paul? Sorry, do you remember when we played City? Was it last season when we played City? I know, four. And Jota had got done that well that he had to pick him. Yes. But he kind of edged his bets and picked all four yeah, of them. Yeah, he went all four, yeah, like, yeah. I don't think he can do that again. I mean, he might. He's, he certainly did. That's what he was, he was thinking about to do the other day. But, yeah. I mean, that's one option. You could just go to Leicester and say, listen, here's all four of them, I deal with do, that. I just, I'm not impressed when we do that. I don't I mean, see the point of it because I think... Well, our midfield's too good. Yeah. We're too, the way our midfield mm. structured is too good and too important. I think we found a nice balance with keeping the three in but have adding more attacking birth yeah. this season. When you go, I think it's, a, it's, it's tipping the needle too far when you put Put all, put all four on there and I know there's a nice ideal, idealised scenario where you just go and absolutely annihilate someone when mm. they're all on the pitch and maybe we might need to do that at some point that's a break glass option which we could do with using so it's a bit more yeah. fluent as and mm. when we do but it, not against a team who let so many goals in his Leicester letting like you don't need yeah. it it's like you're desperate to get, like, against City maybe you're thinking I need me, me big gun that time I need all of them on the pitch to try and get a goal I don't think you need it now and plus 
The flip side is, I suppose, if you if you were looking at Firmino, is that like Leicester at set pieces is a joke. They're so bad at them. Yeah. Like who's more likely to score your header off a corner? You're probably thinking that's Bobby. So there's there's both options there. But I just I just don't think at the moment. I don't think I could look at if I was Jürgen could look at Diogo Jota in the eye and say I'm not picking you. Me or the lads back. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. But I suppose you're right. I, it, but it, it's that thing of. It's all about squad management at yeah. this at this mm. point, isn't it? And I I agree. I think you're just flipping it from you know Jota from last from we do that often. Like it's a sixty one gets sixty one gets thirty, then the next game yeah. one gets the you know the, the other the other one gets the sixty. But at what point 30. is that not a thing? What does Jota have to do to make? Like well, for example, well, that's not the case for Mane, and that's not the case for Salah. Well, it's more the case for Mane than it is for Salah, yeah. definitely, because Mane does get a bit does get a bit of rotation nowadays. But I, I, I agree because the Jota point it it reminds me very much of it'll happen a bit like. Klein and Trent, but more it was more prevalent with Trent and Gomez, mm-hmm. where there was a time when Gomez was seen as the safe pair of hands. So you know you play him in the new camp, and you and you yes, play, and your yeah. big games where you're up against better or tough opposition. There were games that weren't suited to Trent, but Trent became so good that all of a sudden there was no game that wasn't <laughs> yeah, suited yeah, yeah. for him. Yeah. And I think Jota's becoming that. Yeah. Where you're right, where you're like. Why wouldn't you? you pl- why why yeah. wouldn't you play a predatory goal scorer? What? Who? Like it's like it's it's like um, United not playing Ronaldo or Spurs not playing Kane or Leicester not playing Bardi. There's a guy who's just going to get a sniff and score you the score you the goal, and he's not even like them in that regard because he does so. He actually does a lot of the dirty work. He's getting better well. at that as well. Yeah. I think. I think yeah. he's really. Good. If you look at Firmino, we all love him and you know, he's brilliant at what he does. But I do think Jota's is bringing more and more of that into his game, which is only a good thing. He's as just well. a, he's a narc, isn't he? And I think yeah. he that he's got a celebration over there. Yeah, Suarez about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, thing, a bit yeah. of Bellamy in there as well, where yeah. he like, kind of loves the needle of it, which yeah, I think, yeah. which I think, just giving five thousand their fans brilliant. Well, he's got a whole ground. Of them, he'll be like, he'll be cupping his ears and doing <laughs> Hulk Hogan celebrations, won't he? Like, I'm all in. Yeah, he's starting for me now. He's yeah. my first name on the team sheet. The good thing we are going for is, though, in terms of those attacking options, uh, they're all in, they're all in goal scoring form. There's not there's not a, a wrong answer for this game because they you could turn around and we don't know where Divock's at. I'd be surprised if he was mm. if he was in contention to start. I've been missed a, a couple of weeks since um, since AC Milan, but even if we just turned if we turned up here with Divock Origi leading the line, we'd all go, oh, okay. So, I mean, as long as there wasn't an injury to any of the other lads, yeah. I think we'd be reasonably content with it. Um, and that's the, the beauty where we're at. You know, I've got it up here. Liverpool, in all comps so far this season, it's a, it's a stat I, mean, I love at the moment. Our top six goal scorers are our six forward options in all comps, which is, like, unheard of. It's it's almost obscene how good those lads are in terms of mm-hmm. what they're getting in front in front of goal. And then beneath that, Henderson, Cater, Trent starting to add add goals. I could see more coming from Thiago in the in the coming weeks as well. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, no shortage of, of options for this one really. Um but we are settling on Jota, right? If it's me, I, I, I am, yeah. Are yeah. we settling on Cater then for the third yes, for me, the field? Yeah. Yeah. Y- yes. And then do we think oh Canate or Matip? Matip. Matip. I thought Canate, by the way, I thought Canate was amazing the other day. I think he was one of the main reasons why that all turned around. He was brilliant because I don't think Gomez played well at all. Cometio, it's too early, he just wasn't ready. I think we saw that. I thought Canate, the way he dealt with the the threat of the running behind was just so much better than we It was a bit like if we'd got, we'd sw- <laughs> like a Back to the Future 2 moment where we'd gotten a future Canate yeah. and he was just stepping in for himself for 45 <laughs> minutes or whatever yeah. while the other one was had been sandbagged out the back or something. <laughs> yeah. And he's... And, it was. I, we got to see what I think Canate will be in a couple of years' yeah. time. So composed, yeah. just like he looks like a the argument, the argument for him, mate, is that 
the pace. The pace. Like if you worried, yeah. if, if you think Vardy's going to play, or you think they're going to have their speed, guys. I don't know where Daka's situation is. I know we didn't play. He wasn't featured. Dragged right in there. as well. Yeah. But like, it, uh, if his if his aim is to stop the pace, then you could easily go Canate. And again, how's Virgil? Hopefully he's fine. Like by all accounts, he didn't really suffer with the COVID stuff. But we don't know exactly how he is. Yeah. But. I think I don't think you need to take loads of chances with this game. No. I think when you've got I know there's a nice gap there to Chelsea mm. and we've had a little bit of a break since the last game. But and I'm I'm very wary of famous last words here, so I'll be careful how I phrase this next thing. But I don't th- if there's any doubts ac- across anyone, this is not the game to risk it. If it means that you've got a slightly if the if the risk is reduced for Chelsea, that's where yeah. the priority lies because that's where Leicester are at. You know, they're yeah. mid table. They're, they're better than where they're positioned in the league, but also they're not yeah, Chelsea. Yeah. I suppose as well. Like I say we don't know how these guys have acted. That's the one thing, like you don't know how the COVID's impacted it impacts everyone differently. What I would say in Canate is he looks better on the left. Mm. Yeah. Than he does on the right. Yeah. We've always thought this season like it was Virgil and Gomez were our left centre backs and mm. it was Matip and Canate with the right. It could just be that Canate becomes Matt, the, the step in for Virgil. Yeah. In his last couple of games when he's played left, he's looked so much more comfortable don't, for whatever reason. Mm. But like I say, I, again, you're splitting it. I wouldn't play Gomez. He's younger. I, I, so yeah, I agree. But I also think, I think back to Porto, is it? He plays the left side of centre half with Matip maybe and he's a bit He's a bit all over bit the place. All over the place that, right? yeah. But he's young. Yeah, and this is the thing. I don't. I, I'm happy for Canate to come out now for the game. Yeah. And maybe you go. Well, Chelsea is certainly going to play Lukaku now. You know. Mm-hmm. It, you know. Obviously, as long as he's fit in the next in the next few days or whatever. But then Canate up against Lukaku, I go kind of like with the Ronaldo thing at Old Trafford. Go is the guy who's going to be causing us trying to physically bully us. Go on, we'll put our physical bully yeah. at the back and see how they, how they can see. You, can it. you beat him with your nose and your experience? Yeah. I, he is, again, I, I reference every time I see him and I don't want to overplay it, but like, he's fucking massive. He's absolutely ridiculous. And for the speed he was getting, like he was he was keeping up or overtaking Jamie Vardy, mm-hmm. but carrying like an extra five stone or something. And I'm in pure muscle, it was absurd. So I can see the benefits of both. For me, it's Matter because I think Matter's better. I actually think Matter's been our best defender all season, so I think he deserves mm-hmm. to play. But yeah, again, it's a, it's a nice problem to have. The only worry I've got a centre half. I thought Gomez needs games, and he's just not going to get them now. I suppose where he might get another chance now. You're probably looking either the Arsenal or the Shrewsbury games. Yeah. He, he definitely needs the minutes because at some point again we're going to need him. Well, this there's, there's there's three games of football coming up for Joe Gomez as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. You know, in in January, both legs and the yeah, cup yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then and then let's be honest, it should be the next FA Cup game as well. So you've potentially got four next month and he needs for Gomez, them. and he starts them no matter what. You know, and there's a couple of lads who, who definitely do. Yeah, again. Fitness notwithstanding, Curtis Jones definitely starts those games. Mm. Nico Williams starts those yeah. games, and Rob, Rob will be back. Hopefully, Harvey Elliott as well. Hopefully, we're yeah. Tyler Morton's are at the moment. Exactly. Yeah. He's yeah, not. Yeah. Like, he's, he won't be. I don't think he. I don't think we right to start him I in this game. Keeping Tyler Morton away from this game, <laughs> even like off the bench, honest, just like, like Jesus Christ, they like, are yeah. baying for blood. I didn't. I obviously, I didn't think being in the ground. I didn't think anything of that tackle no, on Pereira at the time. I knew it was a bit wild, and it was clearly a yellow card. But like, I didn't realize just how. How bad it was! It broke yeah. his leg, hasn't he? I think yeah. Ricardo yeah. to shock. Like, yeah, it's a bad, it's, it's a bad one. He got, he definitely got, got, got away with one in a big way there. I just want to draw attention, by the way, back to our club legend Discord chat. Uh, uh, Rodo uh, has, has appeared. Yeah, um, Rebecca. Yeah, Shopping. Rebecca says thank you. Tested positive on Christmas morning, yeah. so thanks Santa. So yeah, we've given uh, we've given her a little bit of a, a post Christmas COVID lift there. Congratulations! Well, on now that. we don't have to worry about sending COVID in the post because you've yes. got it. So, yeah. so uh, that was the worry about sending. We all sent. We, uh, last one before we put stuff in the mail now it's fine pile it on there yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if anything I'm going to sneeze or <laughs> 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 
Yeah, and she says, uh, thank you, folks. Delighted. And thanks to Redmen, my favourite podcast. Well, thank you so much for being a club legend subscriber. And yeah, well done for winning your prize. Um, let's have a quick look at the other Premier League fixtures. Once All the best. Where- yeah, yeah. What, <laughs> what should potentially maybe be the um, the Premier League fixtures up and coming? Obviously, we're doing this on on Monday, so Newcastle United is still to be played of of, of that game week. But as it stands, Southampton, Tottenham. Uh, Southampton are a mad team, aren't they? Every time I think that's it, Southampton are dead and buried, and they're just going to lose loads of games and get relegated. Yeah. They just pull out. Ever since I tipped them for relegation, I think they've won every game. Yeah. Or like <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, interesting. Uh, Conte coming out and being like, "Oh, this festive period. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change a thing. I'm play for a month. Yeah. This is Teddy. You see this? Uh, Watford, West Ham, Palace, Norwich, us versus Leicester, of course, Chelsea, Brighton. Brighton, you'd imagine that would be uh, Chelsea. Brighton, Brighton are another odd one, aren't they? Stay where they don't let many goals in, don't score many. They're, all, no. they're every game you can, you'd almost come fast forward every Brighton game to like the 90th, 80th minute and just watch it from there because that's where the good shit's going to happen. No. Like it's like getting to the end of a movie. It's that one in four or five, which is the race at which Trossard slash Mope score, and it's just is this that game yeah. where the stars align <laughs> yeah. for them and they might do something? I mean, the thing that's, uh, for Chelsea at the moment, obviously Lukaku did, did well. Did the day it took us took us goal really well in particular. He might be the answer to this problem. Their problem being that they draw they've started drawing a lot of football matches. Mm-hmm. He might just be the, the marginal difference there yeah. that gets them over the line and that. But this has got all the hallmarks of a kind of game where Chelsea might actually hit another brick wall and just come away with it. Probably not a defeat, but possibly a draw. Yeah, they could definitely drop points against Brighton. If Brighton perform anywhere near where they can, they haven't done for many weeks, have they? I know they beat Brentford, but they've been poor. Ever since they got that draw at our place where they were brilliant on the day, they've been really poor ever since. They just, don't con- right. they just, they just don't concede goals. That's what no. they always gives. I know they obviously they scored two in the first half against Brentford, but usually they just keep themselves in the game mm. uh, and then get there. They, they're defensively. And they've had tons of injuries at the back as well, and they've had their yeah, own they COVID have them, stuff, yeah. haven't they? So yeah. I think credit to them. But like you say, yeah. Uh, Watching Brentford, watching Brighton, I don't know, it's a bit like watching a porno. Watch the first five minutes and then skip to the end if you want to like, <laughs> get, get all the action. You can kind of cut, you can cut the middle out. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, they're a point above Leicester at the minute, so we're talking about the difficulties yeah, yeah. Leicester might provide. You got to fly there, didn't they, Brighton? That's the difference. They were, yeah. they were like four for a while, weren't they, early doors? So. Yeah, they're, yeah, they've been in They love a draw. Form. They yeah. love it. Look at, the, look at the number of draws, Paul. Yeah, I know, absolutely. <laughs> well, that's what, that's what I mean. That's got, that's, I mean, and, and similarly for, you know, it's, it's been Chelsea like us on five draws. Yeah, just a little bit. And I think as well, in terms of the narrative that's building towards the Liverpool Chelsea game, because I saw it being said, you know, the level on points with us because we've got the game because we've got the game in hand. And we were saying that's them making sure they close the gap or keeping it tight with all eyes on. If they then go if they then go and beat us, that start to put it back in their mm-hmm. control. The flip opposite of that is there's a chance they drop points before they even get to play us. Yeah. And then because my feeling all December and to the back end of November is I think the Chelsea game is the game where we we put paid to their title title hopes a little bit. So Brighton have got an opportunity to pay. It's all an that. by the way, and not just to, like they're going to lose their goalie for that. Yeah, like, all the best with Kepa and the like, backups crap. And he, uh, yeah. So yeah, they, they need to they need to be in there because I know we're going to lose our strikers, but they're losing their. Well, you know, Mendy's probably been the best goalie in the league this season. He's been up there and he's been really good. That's a blow for them. So they need to be in touching distance. Like say, if we can, if you can get a six point gap on them or whatever, I think you can start pulling away from them there. Yeah, um, the other one to keep an eye out for, but really don't 
put any hope or emotion towards this is Brentford hosting Man City. Um, yeah, as we said, I'd expect you'd expect City to just. But the only thing I'd caveat this with is hopefully, and this is my ultra glass half full personality bubbling annoyingly to the surface for people. I appreciate this. Given that we went to Brentford and we had a little struggle there, obviously Arsenal struggled there. Brentford is the kind of side that City tend to struggle against. Someone has a go at them. Someone has a go at them that's, that's energetic and has got nothing to lose. The problem is they're getting Brentford at the best time for them when they're like lost in this Injury, pile Injuries and, and COVID that. as well. Yeah. Brentford have really struggled with that. So yeah, like I say, I always think if you're playing City, I always think if you try and just sit back, you'll eventually let one in. Mm-hmm. I know some teams do it, like Southampton did well against them this season, but Southampton yeah. actually attacked them. You've got to give them something to think about. Yeah. If you just camp on the edge of your own box, you've got too many good players and they'll find a way. Like if you go and try and give them a bloody nose, you might you might get you might get B5-0. But I don't think if Brentford get B5-0, Thomas Frank's like, his job's on the line or he's under no, pressure. They're the t- they're the t- and exactly that's the beauty of it. Exactly. And that, I mean, that's how they get dividends against us because you end up with them triple load and Trent at the back post yeah. because it's like, who cares? We'll throw men. We'll throw caution to the wind. If they can do that against City, that's the kind of thing that City don't like. So, so hopefully, but they're such again, good form, are they, City? They're so good. Are, hope, yeah. not expectation. There. So, so um, it's another Rafa Benitez derby looming on Thursday. Everton Newcastle, another game where the rival fans like the manager more than the home fans. Yeah. Um, that should be good fun. If nothing else, maybe Rafa just just rolling a CV over to Amanda <laughs> Staveley and Co. While he's uh, while he's there. Um, and then United Burnley, which I could not imagine a duller way to spend <laughs> a Thursday night, to be perfectly honest. Um, but there you go. And then obviously we're leading into the next the next round, which will follow up the weekend. What are your um, thoughts on the staggeredness of all this? Because we've got football pretty much every day, Boxing Day, right through to Thursday. That's right in saying. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, yeah. I One mean, day off, yeah. I, I'm not asked because it's not Liverpool. No, so. I just think in general. Like, I think at the moment I've never found it more difficult to know who's good and who's bad. By because usually yeah. the dead easy way that's it is like, oh, let's just have a little look at the league table. Mm. And you look at the league table and everyone's games are everywhere. You look at the form guides and everyone's yeah. up and down. Well, spares are the team that are that are, are making it impossible to really gauge how good the, other, the the fourth place team is because they've got three games in hand on Arsenal and the four points behind them. So they could absolutely like that. They could almost it could almost be a closed shop if they were to win mm. the. Three the, the three games in hands not quite but you know to, to the point I mean the, the thing is they won't because that's why they're that's why they're a team that are between yeah. third and sort of seventh as you never put together like five or six It'd games be five or runs. six wouldn't it? they're not going to do that it's just playing availability at the minute for me other than obviously Liverpool we don't know who's playing for anyone else yeah. oh, you don't know what sort of team line they're going to play it's my fancy footy yeah, 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 honestly game, games called <laughs> off like two hours before oh I played <laughs> me um, whatever it called three, 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 three years, years. So they give it the ball haven't they just whack the full of Chelsea and City players Yeah, it's absolutely killing me I'll be honest it's yeah it is it's, it is very tough to judge and of course that means Liverpool kind of get thrown into that conversation but you're right it's, it, we're, we're sat here we've just done this the only reason we didn't do a build up show for Leeds is because we the final word show before it overran to the point where the announcement came out so we're presuming this will go this will go ahead there's been no more rumours of Liverpool losing no. any more players you know to, to, well, to unless Leicester start getting the pencil out on the LFTs because they yeah. need a little bit of a rest they can't like who knows but yeah, yeah. I think both these teams are on the other end of Covid issues Looks so you'd like hope it, not but yeah. mate, you can't, don't count, you don't count all I was saying all those games you mentioned there would you be shocked if four of them were off by the time Thursday comes you just wouldn't have a, you know, who knows it's yeah. mad no it is it is and fingers crossed we can just get these games done and played because you can't guarantee at the future we're in good form we've got a we've got a brilliant squad at the moment you want as many of these games which is why I possible. think Jürgen by the way didn't want the Spurs and Newcastle games off I thought he realised we're in this moment now mm. yeah. look at 
how quickly things can change when we're in a good form all of a sudden last January when it just went to absolute pieces like no one's suggesting that is going to happen mm-hmm. but I think like you said before like he wants to keep rolling into the games and even even if he's going to Spurs with three or four out yeah. it's not going to draw which isn't the worst result in the end of the world I think other teams have been moaning for games to be called off or asking or, or you know, whatever and mm. being denied I think when you ask for a game to be called off and you're denied I think you must know the criteria and that you're probably going to get told no yeah. that's when it comes across like desperate like yeah. I think if Liverpool would have asked for either of those games they either got told no anyway mm-hmm. and then you're almost sending a defeatist message out yeah. like Crystal Palace asked for their game to be off yeah. and then got told no and then he was backroom snotted. staff on it I think as yeah, well yeah and the manager yeah. and stuff and yeah. I think I think you have to know the rules like you need to I think once you start asking and you get told no first of all your players are like oh shit that even the boss wants does not to be in the yes, game, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. and that's what, so I think that's why they put a roll into it. And I think, and again, to the point, like Jurgen Klopp, it's why he puts his conceit over like the cup games. He's not; he never thinks he's disrespecting the competition. He's respecting his squad, yeah. and he's saying, "I think you guys, or whether he, whether he believes it when he goes home at night, whether he has a little laugh <laughs> under his breath to himself, and but you know, a little elbow to the ribs of his missus and goes, oh my God, to the states the sides I can't wait to put out there." Be Everton. How, I will know, but how? But how I think he, whether it's how he believes it or not it's how he portrays it to the squad is I think he's a boss go out mm. there and be boss so if he's you know he doesn't want to do that because he it, it undermines his entire message to the, to the to the full squad I think you're all good enough and capable enough of dropping in so it would take a mad set of circumstances for us to to call a game off so fingers crossed we'll do it the only good benefit as mentioned now Virgil's now added Thiago's added Fabinho's no added no for 90 days go, <laughs> yeah well yeah exactly and, and to the point of it means that that can't Strippers back in the seat, you know, that's your almost your spine protected for the period for the next period when we're going to be a little bit threadbare, protect you know, with the, with the attacking lads going. Mm-hmm. So that's something. So, worst case scenario, you're guaranteed, barring other injuries, Virgil, Thiago, Fabinho are going to be in and, in and around there. So, just maybe that's the small benefits uh, to that, certainly. Um, score prediction 3 1 to Liverpool, 3 0 Liverpool. 4-0 again to Liverpool. So why not? Yeah. Send a message. Yeah. That Boxing Day one two years ago was the biggest message that we, yeah. were, we, were, we were meaning business. I think everyone's got an eye on City at the moment and they are. They're starting to put the foot down, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And I, I think there's a psychological war that's about to be unleashed between Liverpool and City again, just like the yeah, team where they yeah. won it in the season that we won it, where I don't think we want to be playing catch-up again, but we've done that before, mm. and I think we're a, we're better we're better experienced at being the chaser than being the the chasey. I think we're, we're I think we're quite good in both roles, whereas I don't think City are. And I've had this. I said this in the, in the office before. My sneaky feeling is this season is going to be a bit of a flip reverse of eighteen nineteen, where you know we were top of Christmas. We had there was game there was City had games in hand, and then it came through to that game where we we played them at the uh, at the Etihad and mm-hmm. the millimeters and all that all that kind mm. of crap. I've got a sneaky feeling that, you know, we'll catch up. But I, I, I like them putting their foot to the floor and scoring loads of goals, and then Liverpool just go and win. And they yeah. go, ah, well, what was the point of us putting all that It's early for that form that. as well. The form is outstanding, like you touched upon, but it's still very early to be that They've good. gone early. It's, they're yeah. almost like the marathon runner who's gone for it and they're trying to get to the line. Like They have put their foot down and they've gone. We've just got to keep up with them. Listen, if they can if they can win every game from like six... Well, they Fair is, play. Is it eight games on the run? We were at that nine in the league. Nine in the league or yeah. something. So if you, if you want... Listen, they do that, then fair play. Like. If you go and win the next, <laughs> go and win the next 20 yeah. games or whatever, then fair play. There's nothing we can do. My hope is that we can keep on the, just touching distance with them so that mm. if they have a little blip somewhere, then we can capitalise. Because, listen, 
I've never seen any side go from unbeaten, was it? Well, say unbeaten, go and win every game from November. I've seen the sides go unbeaten, obviously Arsenal, but yeah. Yeah. from like where they haven't lost since it was the Palace game, they got beats. Right and say, and then since then they just obliterate everyone. If they can do that for the end of the season, like it doesn't matter what we do, we're, we're mm. fucked. So you've got yeah. to hope that that like, logic dictates somewhere a blip's coming, and we've got to be the ones just ready to capitalize. We on just it. need to get about our business. And to the point, a four 0 would be great. It'd be great to send the message. But I've been saying this all month. I don't care how we win. Yeah. Liverpool just need to go about that process of going back to being unbeatable. And, and by any by any stretch, just go and just put your foot on the throat of the league and just and, and dare Man City to carry on mm. at that at that sort of rate. Because while it's flying, it's going in. You know, when, because they got goals from all over the place, they can play anyone centre forward at this point. It's mad. They'll have Gundogan number nine. Genuinely, like, you know, they've tried. They've, they've played about seven players centre forward this season. They just sold the striker as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 Torres. Yeah, he's yeah. Awesome, yeah, that's yeah, mad. Yeah. That isn't it? Absolutely mad. But but yeah, my hope and it is just hope at this point is that. It's great having goals from all over the place, but sometimes the reason why number nines and predator you having your one guy who's a thirty goal a season forward yeah. is because when the shit hits the fan, he's the guy who's going to score you the winning goal in a tight situation. And my hope is that that's what where they do come slightly undone because in historically the team that hasn't quite got across the line has often been a little bit like a little bit like that but that's the, the hope that gets me to sleep of a night <laughs> anyway um, right let us know your score predictions uh, let us know your starting 11 predictions uh, the start 11 prediction show will be live later on today so you can tune in for that as well if you want to know it's Chris doing that show today if you want to know what Mr Chris Pajak is doing for this side then yeah make sure you check that out and as mentioned of course do check out the 50 greatest Liverpool players of the Premier League era parts 1 and 2 and the debate show afterwards all streaming right now on Redmen Plus so yeah as mentioned by a couple of the wonderful people in the comments if you want to get your family around or you just want to get away from your family then uh, yeah get your, get your slipper socks on get yourself a cup of tea and then tune in for some brilliant Liverpool content on our Liverpool streaming service um, thank you gents it's been an absolute pleasure really looking forward to this now hope you are too and we'll see you all soon Merry Christmas Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.